It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Yeah, bonuses are... I wish that all the episodes could just be bonuses because it feels so much more relaxed. So guys, we just... I'm with Mark. It's Sunday night. And me and Jenna just, our schedules were mismatched this week. So we just could not seem to, um, you know, find a time to do this new episode. Uh, So Mark was just doing it with me. We were just trying to record it. And I made a stop because it just felt like I hate what I'm about to say. It sounds so annoying and I hate it, but I don't know how else to describe it except for saying that the vibes were off. It was just like... Are you saying I wasn't vibing? <laughs> we weren't vibing in well, the episode. Well, also, like, Indiana's, like, howling, like... Yeah, I know, and our it's little, late. Our little pup is going through a stage where she's... She's a mixed breed, and... They know who Indiana is if they listen to the okay. show. Well, so she's got that uh, Siberian Husky blood in her, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. she likes to talk a little bit, and the last week... Yep. If you're not paying attention to her, she will howl and whine, whine and whine and crazy yeah. so business. annoying. So she was whining and it just, you know, it's late. I'm a little bit tired. I was, this episode is a really good one, but it's also a really long one. It took me a, a lot of time to research. Um, and I just feel kind of like off. Like I, I haven't been drinking at all lately. I've been, I think I've talked about this maybe on our social media, but because me and Mark are going out of town, I saw that as a good opportunity to try and just like really push myself to, to eat clean and exercise as much as possible between, you know, when we book the trip and when we leave, which is in a couple of weeks. And I have been, I've been proud of myself. I've been working really fucking hard, um, but I haven't been drinking really at all. And then this weekend I gave in and, you know, we had the Halloween party. We went to a Halloween party for Mark's work on Friday. And then we went to Jenna's last night to have a late dinner and. And watch the D-backs. And wa- yeah, watch the baseball game. I mean, I didn't watch the baseball game because I'm not a fan of it baseball. Was, it was just a sad game to watch. Mm, for For you. For me. Yeah. For, for all you Phillies fans out there. Great game. <laughs> okay. Um, Anyways, I think that after not drinking for weeks and then kind of drinking this weekend, I just feel a little like, meh, I just, I don't feel my best. And I don't like, it's really hard to, I think that comes through on an episode if the, you know, the vibes are off or if like you're not, I'm not feeling it or you're not feeling it, like listeners can hear that. And I spend so much time researching and writing them that I don't want to like, you know, put out a not so yeah, good episode. I don't want to yeah. put out something that's not like our best when I'm not at my best, um, in my best mood or whatever. Well, let's have some playful fun with this little bonus episode. Yeah. So we're going to do, so we, so I made us turn off the recording and stop and I got a little bit bitchy. Sorry. Um, 
don't look at me like that. I didn't look. They can't see you. <laughs> I know. Or me. I know. <laughs> um, but now we're going to do the bonus. And we'll try again tomorrow for the actual episode. Um, what do I want to say about this bonus? So I need to tell you what. This was the one that me and Jenna did. And it was a great one. But there was a technical difficulty. And we lost like the first half. So then you... I did it again with you. Mexican right? wrestler crazy story. Oh my God. No, I'm wrong. That's not, that's not it. I forgot. There was one after that. We did David Heisler murder and you didn't do that one and you didn't listen to it either. I have no idea about this. What the hell? Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. You can just listen and it's not things really about the case, but I'll tell you what the case, I can redo the description of it. Well, let's hear it. Okay. I can chime in whenever I want to. That's fine. Yes, I know you can. That's how the bonus works. No editing. It's just very I love loose. a chime in. I, I know you do. Um, in this episode, we journey to the heart of Santa Clara, Utah, where a bitter custody battle takes a left turn, leading to a troubling disappearance. As the case unfolds, police find little to no physical evidence, forcing them to rely on digital data for answers. In a race against time, police scramble to piece together a trail of digital breadcrumbs, hoping to find their missing person before they become a murder victim. Whoa! I like that description. So that's like that's a, a good kidnapping. One. Uh, well, it yes, it was he was An abduction. Yeah, he was taken from his home and he was missing for a long time. He was taken from his home. Yes, he David Heisler was the victim, mm. and then they found him dead. Um, but his whoa, whoa, whoa! The episode's out. People oh, have okay, already yeah. listened. Yeah, you just haven't. You just don't know anything about it. So for anybody listening, they're like, "This is fucking boring." I already listened to the episode. I don't need to hear it again. But a lot of the um, the lookup stuff has to do with digital data, which I'm guessing you know nothing about because you're not exactly technologically like savvy. facial recognition, like pulling like images off of like ATM cameras and shit. Mm, I mean, I guess that would count, but no, not exactly. Like, 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 what do you think your digital footprint is? I'd love to hear you explain that to me. Oh, like my emails, like my web yes, searches. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, yours is probably. T- like horrifying. Oh yeah, it was just terrible. But you <laughs> know, kidding. you know that guy. Like, it was, it was like insurance fraud or something like that. I forget exactly where it was, but he, during sentencing, they were like, "You're gonna get rocked," and he like leaned down, mm-hmm. and he put something in his mouth, and then they he gave himself a cyanide pill, and then like after they looked on his web search, it's like, "Oh, how do you get cyanide? How do you oh, get it?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't sentence like forty years. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna kill myself." You know. Oh, that's a dark story. Thanks for sharing. No, but also like your text messages, like everybody's like, text messages are there forever. Mm, they're there for a long time. Yeah. But most, um, I mean, they're there for years. Well, but most it's in the cloud, mo- most, uh, providers like cell phone providers, you know, police can get your cell phone records with a subpoena. A lot of phone companies will just hand them over. It's different from phone company to phone company. Me and Jenna, we've done a couple episodes where we've had to kind of look into this. Uh, but most of the time, if you get your phone records or if the police get your phone records, they can't see what was said in the text messages. I think if they do like a deep dive, then they can. But they can see, you know, just kind of the base, if they just get the, the most surface level phone records. You called this person nine they, times and you right. said you didn't know him. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So um, one of the questions that Jenna had for me in the episode uh, was, you know how 
when you make a phone call, it like pings a cell tower. So like if I went missing, you could, you know, they would look and see like, well, who's the last person she called? And what cell tower did it ping? That's where she's in that, you know, to know where I'm in that area. And so Jenna had asked, does it do the same thing with text messages? Or is it just when you make a phone call? Well, I don't think it's even like a phone call or a text message because like if you have your Wi-Fi on your Bluetooth and all that, it's always trying to connect. So it shows that you're connected to that network is what I understand. Mm. It's kind of like tracking. Like I have an AirTag for um, work with keys because I started doing that. Cause you we have do? Like, well, because we have like a, a lot of like facilities keys that like have to be checked out and checked in. So we air tag them because if they get lost, like you're talking about like facilities, like schools and stuff like that, like they will, these are district wide, you know, <laughs> like, 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 all right, all right. <laughs> anyways, okay. on a bonus, you can talk about how you say like a lot, but it's funny cause it's, it's, it's tagged to my work phone, uh-huh. but the keys are still in my truck. Uh-huh. So when I went out to my mom's house and everything, it's like tracking me because like my phone showed me, oh, I recognize an AirTag that's like near your phone. It's following you basically. Yeah. That's... And so I was like, oh, yeah, I went to Home Depot and I went over here and I went and I was like, it's right well, there. I, think you're, I mean, not I think. Your phone does that anyways, even without an AirTag. Like if you have location services on, your phone is tracking you everywhere you go. But an AirTag, and I only said like you do like that because what I know of AirTags is, is them being used for like nefarious like – reasons like stocking business and whatnot well right like or like at the at a bar like there have this has happened where like a dude slips an air tag in a girl's purse or something like that or on the back of her car so then he can follow her home and know where she lives so creepy yeah super creepy great so, technology bad use of it yeah lots of, there's been a lot of cases of bad uses of air tags i think we've actually talked about it um anyways jenna's question was do text messages also like ding a cell tower uh, and ye, the, the, I don't know, the long and short answer is like, yes, but kind of what I just said, I mean, it's, it's you using your cell phone is what's dinging the cell tower. And if your location services are on, so, uh, essentially you're constantly tracked unless you turn all that exactly, shit off. Exactly. Exactly. So they, they can figure out where you were. Yep. 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 Um, it's your geolocation. Uh, when you send a text message or place a call, your phone's location is often being recorded when connecting to a nearby cell tower. Dates and times are recorded um, as well as the service that's being engaged. Like is it SMS or 5G or 4G, you know, all that, which I don't totally understand all well, that. Well, it makes sense. Like the, anyways, there's a lot of information there. Yes. I was at Wendy's and you were at Burger King. You know what I mean? Like, it's I like, would, what's going on? Yes, exactly. Yes, you can find... I mean, like, somebody's cell phone, it's so weird to think about. Because think about, like... And again, I'm aging myself. But back in, like, when we were in high school, I just had, like, a, almost as much as you do. Whoa. Um, you know, you had a wallet. Maybe you had a pager or a flip phone later in high school. You're older than me, so you probably didn't have a cell phone in high school. Well, it wasn't a flip phone. They didn't have flip phones. But I had like a... Car phone? It was like a Nocom or something like that. It was like... What was weird about that phone is I... Like my first cell phone I got when I was like 17, like after I moved out of the house. Because I moved out... My brother was older than me and he like got an apartment. And I was you like, moved well, out when you were 17? Yeah. Ugh, weird. Well, whatever. My brother had a thing. Like it was like that's this room together. Yeah, and uh, I had the cell phone and my 1974 Camaro 
You just are telling the story because you wanted to share about your 1974 Camaro. It was a cool car. But anyways, <laughs> I had I had the car, you know, I bought it when I was like 16. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just like put a CD player in it and whatever. And when I got the cell phone, mm-hmm. I like got my car and I'm driving and then the stereo went out and it blew a fuse. And I was like, this is weird. And, uh. Well, like, I didn't think it was weird. I was like, it's an old-ass car. Like, it just blew a fuse. Okay. And so I got a new fuse. And mm-hmm. then it blew out again. And I was like, well, I have an electrical problem in my car. This sucks. But then, one time, because, you know, it was like, you know, every minute cost a million dollars back then. So, like, you just had it, like. For emergencies. Uh, yeah, my parents, like, got it. Yeah. They're like, you know, my mom's like, oh, I want to be able to get a hold of you. It's sure. like, you, you, like, call somebody like, dude. What's up? You want to hang out? Yeah, hang up the fucking phone because like it's costing me a fortune. <laughs> yeah, just just to let just say, hey, I'll see you in two seconds. Boom, right over. And I forgot my phone one time, and it worked great. The car worked great. The stereo didn't blow out the fuse that ran it. Oh, your cell phone so was some, triggering something. Some weird reason of like the. Did you the, ever figure it out? Yeah, I literally got in my car, and I turned like I had my cell phone. I turned it off. I got my car. I was driving. I was listening to stereo for like driving around the city, and then I turned it on. And within like one minute, it blew the fuse on the thing. It's like on like for some reason that phone, the Weird. frequency of like the radio, like I don't even know what it is, but it, it was consistent. So how I did, did it like you three times. solve that? You just didn't use your. I phone turned in off the car? my phone when I get my car. Wow, that's really annoying. I wanted, I wanted to listen to Metallica and Motley Crue, and like <laughs> no one was calling me anyway. You know. <laughs> wow, you know Jim is good is good friends with Metallica and like toured with them. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So uh, oh. No, I had a point, and then you took over the story. What else is new? Do you want me to tell you the point? No, I'm going to tell you the point. <laughs> um, the, what I was saying is, you know, back, I'm just going to speak for myself. When I was in high school, I had a pager, and then I think later in high school, I did have a cell phone. And, you know, but you, when you'd go anywhere, you had, like, your wallet, your cell phone. Uh, I usually had a disposable camera or two with me. You know what I mean? Like you had, you had all, yeah, you had all of these different things that now all are just one Cause, because my cell phone case is a wallet also. So all I ever really need is my cell phone. It has my ID, my debit card. It has cash in it. Yeah. You don't even need a CD player. And my, it's all online. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Exactly. Yes. Or in my car, when I, I, my first car was a Jeep, I used an old Jeep Wrangler and I had um, a disc man and you there was a special thing where you would plug a cord, you'd plug into your disc man and then you'd have a tape at the end of that cord and you'd put in the tape deck. And so now you can have your music. I mean, I know this is like a very obvious statement, but it's weird to think about that. They took so many different things, music, photos, you know, communication, um, uh, just everything. And now it's just all right here in the palm of our hand. It's so easy to forget like how advanced things are compared to, you know, it, it isn't like kids who were born in 1998 or whatever. And they always knew a life with cell phones and well, internet. Well, think about this. Like the first production automobile was built in 1915. I know it's 2024, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not, not yet. It's it, 2023. Okay. Well, it's about to be. <laughs> Anyways, like, you know, industrial society in the last hundred years has went from nothing to everything mm-hmm. and it advances very quickly. Like, what were you saying the other day? And you were saying maybe in 50 years or something, we'll have 
oh self-driving cars you were saying it's gonna it'll be the norm in like 20 or 30 years you were saying i I didn't say it's even that long like but yeah i mean i think it's gonna be way sooner probably sooner but literally in what i was saying is in 20 to 30 years it will 100 percent be normal it'll just be like it'll just be the way you're like get get in this car and just drives it drives like no one's gonna have a driver's license at that point right that's true um they're already figuring it out but i understand what you're saying like the whole point is also too with this is that trackable like you've we've talked about cases like this like on other episodes or just, mm-hmm. we're just talking about or i listen to it and it's interesting because they're like we don't have him tracked anywhere but he also left his cell phone in his house for three hours like everybody's like oh, what the fuck you know like, what i mean wh- i was like, like where are you going with this you know what i mean it's like oh you you forgot your phone yeah. who were you killing yeah. who were you attacking what were you doing that you That's didn't have phone? yeah i mean because you like I forget my phone sometimes. And when I have initially, I think I've actually talked about this on here. Initially, it's like a, a small moment of panic almost. But then it's very wonderful. It's like, well, fuck it. I can't respond to any but emails or phone calls or text messages because I don't have my phone. Too bad. There's nothing Can better. you let him in, please? Yeah. I mean, th- these dogs are going to be the death of this podcast. I cannot handle it with the whining and the in, out, in, out. It's just a lot. And I'm sorry that this bonus is all over the place. We, Like I said, we were supposed to be doing the actual episode, but it just wasn't feeling right. So the bonuses are, um, you know, more laid back. I actually love doing the bonuses. And I said to Jenna last night, Sometimes I kind of wish that our podcast could just be um, us, you know, just catching up and like doing trivia and, and talking about our favorite things from the week or, you know, I don't really know. And she said, yeah, it doesn't really work unless you're a famous person because nobody cares. And I agree with her on that. Uh, we've both been listening to Justin Long's podcast with his brother where he kind of sits around and shoots the shit. And it's super entertaining and very, um, it's very relaxing like hearing it it works well as like a background noise. So I was saying to Jenna that I would love it if our podcast could just be like on the whim, like just talking about whatever comes to mind, you know? And she said, you can't really do that unless you're famous, which is kind of true. true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I care what you think, but thank you. Not everybody might. I mean, I think you have like a bunch of followers that would give a shit. I wouldn't say a bunch, but a handful that might care. But I think that, I think that most people are here for the true crime. And that's okay because we're a true crime podcast. <laughs> that's to be expected. Well, let's get back to cell phone tracking. Okay. Then. So, can uh, I get into this for something um, real quick? Okay. Like I was saying before, the dogs is now it's weird if you don't have all these devices. Like even my my truck is a 2015, and it's like oh, you know, GPS everywhere. Like they can track you with that shit. You yeah. know? Oh, that's a question that we have that we're gonna get to. But it you're it, jumping it, the shark here. <laughs> jumping the shark. I know jumping you, the gun. No. Okay, fine. Jumping the shark is a saying. And the last time I said it, you were like, that's not a saying. Maybe in Finding Nemo, but not here, you know? <laughs> no. Okay, keep okay, going. Dory. Keep going. Dory. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> it's just uh, it's a weird thing that... Um, we can be tracked it, everywhere? Yeah, you're tracked everywhere. So if mm-hmm. you leave something, it's, it's, it's weird now. Well, that's right. So if you leave your phone somewhere and you are murdering someone... They're going to figure that out because you didn't have your, it's 
Well, it's like where I'm is trying it? to it's say like exactly a, what you're saying, and I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, it's like a time gap. You don't have an alibi. It's like if a you had hole in time. Well, if you had your phone and they're all, he went to Wendy's, he went here, he went there, or whatever. It's like you're tracked. You know what? Yeah, you, you just leave your phone in an Uber driver's car, and then you just go kill serial killer business, and then like that's great. Oh, I love that you're giving advice to like how or that even in your brain you've thought of that. No, I just thought about right now. I was like, that's a great thing. It's like, dude, like if you were an Uber driver, you're just like. But they would check. They would find it out because then that that there's another phone involved in that. You're just fucked. Like okay. just don't just don't kill people. I so I said jumping the shark, and I was using it totally. I was using it not totally wrong, but I was using it wrong. How I was using it is it is similar to jumping the gun, but it's not in the context of just anything. It's in the context of like creative works, like a TV show. Um, it's reached a point where it's exhausted. It's done. You know, like when a TV show goes for too long. Like beating a dead horse? Yeah. It's used to argue that a creative work or entity has reached a point in which it has exhausted its core intent and and is introducing new ideas that are like an over-exaggeration. Like you're trying too hard at this point. Um, So I used it incorrectly. I just wanted to put that out there because I figured we'd probably get something from somebody saying, that's not what it means. So I was right. Well, you were medium, right? Let's, Perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right, cell phone so, tracking um, back into the phone. Are our cell phones listening to us? This is a question that me and John, I think, have said a million, like everybody's had that question. You know, everyone's had the experience where you're talking about something and then you open your phone a couple hours later and the, all the ads or what shows up on Amazon. If I'm talking about, you know, Nike shoes, then I'm going to get all Nike. You know, your phone is listening. And so... What do you think about that? Well, I looked it up. Um... And it's a very... You Googled it on your phone, now they know. It's a very complicated answer. The short answer is yes. Your smartphone is technically always listening to you because especially, I don't actually know how Androids work. I assume, don't they have like a Cortana is like the same as Siri or something, I believe. Um, And because, you know, on my phone, if I say, hey Siri... It comes on. It comes on and she asks me what I need. So obviously my phone is always listening for that, but it's also listening. It's, you know, it's not, it's not like in a, it's not a silo. It's not only listening for Hey Siri and then it's blocking everything else out. The biggest thing I can say about that situation is that when I work for the electric company, I was a foreman there. I had a guy who was like always showing up late and, missing mondays and everything like that and mm-hmm. so he was he always blamed on his blood pressure oh my blood pressure was out of whack so like i couldn't show up today and stuff and like we had like is that like a viable excuse whatever i mean it's a medical excuse but i it seems weird i mean he missed mondays and like every day after a holiday weekend oh, okay so. like i mean it's the it's, <laughs> so it's his the, his drinking was it's acting the, up it's not bo- his blood pressure they call it the bottle flu you know <laughs> okay. what i mean and so anyways like after that my work phone and my personal phone both i get like emails and stuff how to lower your blood pressure all this shit and i was like oh. this is like strange because like I've, ne- I've never googled how to lower my blood pressure you know what i mean your blood pressure you should I'm not worried about it you should be yeah i should be but anyways i know when you do searches because like when i was looking for tools for woodworking and stuff like that you'd look up stuff and then you get well of you course. know a coupon well, that's a given. From, from this yeah yes, obviously they're given. gonna do that when you're yeah. actually typing things in but just, just like speaking like my phone's on the table and we're just talking so 
I think we should do we should do a test and just say um, with our phones like every day we talk about the same thing like we're all you know tricycles tricycles or like a certain type of ice cream and just say it all the time I always have conversations like see if we get ads and stuff yeah okay let's do that Um, I thought this was a good response to this question though the the, so the question shouldn't simply be is my phone listening to me instead you should ask yourself how much does my phone listen to me and what does my phone do with the conversations that it collects do you remember um when the amazon echo or alexa like alexa like all that came out you know like the little speaker so i have like a little teeny amazon echo and i but your dad has like the whole thing uh, he has the google equivalent yeah, what's the Google one? Google That's Voice. A- Anyways, and I had that for a while, and it was cool. I liked being able to say, like, give me trivia questions and, like, play a game with it kind of. But I didn't have it hooked up to, like, any lights or locks. or You know, I, I, ultimately, it made me uncomfortable, and so I was sitting in a drawer. But th- I do remember when that, like... It's still listening. No, it's not plugged in. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> but I do remember... I air-tagged it, so I know it's doing something... <laughs> When uh, it came out, like when it first became popular, that the echo and stuff, there was a lot of conversation about people who felt violated with how much it was listening at all times. And realistically, I think our phones are doing the exact same. They are doing the exact same thing. And it is legal. Um, You know, all the terms and conditions that pop up on your phone, like with apps or this. Which no one ever reads. Cookies and this. Yep. And so most of us are just generally saying, okay, accept, 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 because you want to get to whatever you're trying to do. Like you're downloading an app so you can like, you know, an Airbnb or something like that. Or you need to get, you're like, oh, I'm an Uber guy, but now I need a Lyft because there's Mm -hmm. no Ubers. It's like 19,000 pages. You're all, whatever. Take my first phone, kid. Like (laughs) you can have my house. I just want to get home. I've been drinking, you know? Yep. I've been drinking. Wow. Well, whatever. Really personalized that it uh, even example. Matter, you know what I mean? Like everything. It's like. No, it is. No, I know. Everybody understands what we're talking about. We don't have to beat it dead. Terms like, and everyone agreements understands of like that you the, just. Like a fries card or the Albertsons yes, card. Of course. Everyone. <laughs> but yes, the digital ones where it's on a website or something. Everyone just presses accept. But it is. So most of the time we are giving consent in those things. Like that is a lot of times consent, at least according to this website. And, uh, to try and get your phone to stop listening to you. It's not really as simple. You know, I have like a, a cover on my webcam here that I close yeah. so that, ev- so that you know, nobody. So, so no one can access your camera. Or yeah. Whatnot, I know? mean, that's a real thing. No, it makes sense. Um, but it's not quite that easy. Like, yeah, you could cover your microphone with a piece of tape or there's a special phone case, I guess, it's you all can muddled get or something. that like covers up the speakers. But, but then you can't hear the people talking to you and whatnot, right. you know? But the the better approach is to review your microphone permissions granted across, like go into your settings and look through like your Siri permissions and your microphone permissions and like just turn that off. Like I have my location services off. So technically I think I can still be tracked, but it's like a lot less easy to be tracked if you do that. Well, I've air tagged you now, so like it's, it's fine, you know. I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> you know what's interesting is uh, I can't remember who, but I was. Oh, I think my friend Callie that I used to work with, teach with. Uh, I'm not sure exactly, but I think I think that's who. She, her family, like her, her and her husband, and her uh, in-laws, they all 
were part of that. Like the family thing, like where you track each other? Yes. Well, it's like my brother with his daughter. He's like, today we're like, help okay, my mom build the fence. I know, but he's like, I see, because she's driving, it's my late father's old truck. And uh, he's all, I've seen you stopped on the side of the road. It's, it's a random place. He's all, is everything okay? She's like, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's fine. <laughs> it's like so weird. Okay, but that makes sense to me. If I a 16-year-old daughter whatever. driving for the first time in life, sure. You sh- And if I had a teenager, I would track them as well. I get that. But there was a time when you couldn't do it. Like when I was a kid, like my Of course mom, not. Like during the summertime when it wasn't We school, all understand like, that. When you were I was young like 300 six, years ago. I was like six or seven years old and I would we lived... Near the You've told this before. Really to watch. Like, I would just go, when it wasn't school or anything, I would just disappear into the desert for 8 to 12 hours. Yes, I My know. mom would be frantic I got home. So it's 9 o'clock at night. You left at 6 o'clock in the morning. I was like, <laughs> I was just finding shit well, in the desert. that's an asshole thing to do as a kid for I was you. adventurous. I always had like a I was knife adventurous. or something. Oh, okay. But the whole point is I still survived and everybody did survive. I understand. We all understand that. You know, like, like I miss people who are of this age understand that when we were younger, uh, your parents couldn't track you, which there is some beauty and loveliness to that. I also think I'm not a parent, but if I were a parent and I had a teenager or a between that's useful i i would feel a little bit like i'm violating their privacy and also it's a safety measure nowadays yeah, the world's fucking however crazy. i do i do think it's odd in any other context outside of like a child if you're a parent tracking a child or a uh, an adult tracking like an elderly parent or something um fine there's situations but like if we were sharing our location with each other or whatever it is I, it's an app or something i guess it's like find your family oh yeah like find you your know. right 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 so like if we were doing that and i could see where you were all the time i was like why is it mark home and i just open my phone and can be like well he's here and he said he was here that's i just feel like that's super odd i mean not that you or i or anybody's like doing anything sketchy or going anywhere that they shouldn't be but it just, it seems just feels weird like creepy, such a violation. You know? Yeah, I just cannot. I can't get into that. Um, so the one other question that we had was: so David, the victim in the story, he the way that they like got further along in finding him was his car had a GPS tracker in it because he was leasing it. And it dinged in a place in Arizona called the Arizona Strip. Do you know what that is? The Arizona Strip? Mm-hmm. I'm not aware of this. Mm, it's an area of just desolate Are you talking about desert. Are Vegas? Uh, it's in nor it's nor it's in the north of Arizona. Yeah, it's like if you close if to you, Utah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Jenna had never heard of it either. It's like constant, like, safe phones, like, every mile. Like, there's nothing out there. There's nothing out there. There's almost no roads. Like, it's just for ranchers, really. Desolate. And that's where David died. The, his, the mother of his child uh, and her boyfriend slash roommate took him, captured him from his home, and left him, beat him, and then left him in the middle of the Arizona Strip with no water, no shoes, What no time nothing. of year was it? Uh warm time of year doesn't matter even if it's like winter. doesn't matter he was 40 miles from anything in the middle of the desert 40 miles average walking speed with waters five miles an hour yeah you're fucked yeah well they also like beat the shit out of him before they left him there but 
they that was the kind of the first big clue that police had was to go you know they realized that he was leasing a car they went to the company or dealership where he was leasing it from said are you tracking this car they said yes and they found his gps dings two dings in the arizona strip and they headed out there they didn't find anything initially but um but they 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 left him out there took his car back so it showed that he died out there but his car miraculously drove back no they they ditched his car somewhere random oh yeah uh so the question that jenna asked i think was you know do cars that are purchased like not leasing you know i bought my car i didn't but i paid it off for years i just recently finished paying it off so it wasn't leased um do those like in those situations is there trackers in your car and it's not typical but um there are i guess three situations where gps trackers are installed in cars Uh, a place called like places called buy here pay here lots where the dealership itself is providing the financing, these cater to typically very, very poor credit customers. Yeah, it's like a, a, you know, like the payday loan place. Right. Like, yeah, they, yeah. They need to know where it's at because they're going to have to scoop it up in two weeks. Right. You know? So they, so the GPS trackers are there to assist in repossession, apparently, um, which can be common at these type of places. Uh, can I name one? Most all company vehicles or work trucks. Oh, okay. Hold on. I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, similar to the above situation, except some banks require it. Like if you're um, a, a high risk loan or a something, a big national lender sometimes will cater to poor credit customers. Again, it's not, it's not secretly installed, but it's they're also installed. not saying like, just so you know, there's a GPS, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's there, they're not hiding it. Um, and some new car big franchise dealers are installing GPS trackers and requiring their purchase. Like you have to purchase them to be installed, but it's not for the dealer or the bank. It's for the customer. You have an app on your phone to track your own car and get basic tele, tele I don't know how to say this word. Telemetry data. Um, it's for safety, Topographical, theft, like- theft recovery to keep an eye on your kids yeah, who may a- borrow your car. Um, it's, you know, yeah, it's bullshit. Like, yeah, they're, they're tracking your car. You yeah. Know? Um, and so I, I also looked on Reddit because sometimes it's, they have good information on there rather than just like Googling something. And this guy responded to a question like this and said, I'm a former repo man here. Re- I know a repo guy. Okay. I know for a fact some banks like Regional Acceptance Corp will require a GPS to be installed depending on credit. Um, buy here, pay here lots have been around for a while are definitely installing them. Um, and some cars just have like that OnStar system. Yeah, I mean, my car has that, but it's not like hooked up. I, I put this question in. I don't remember because I researched this look up a long time ago. Can a car dealer track my car via GPS after I've paid it off? And somebody's response said, I paid off my vehicle over a month ago. The dealer called to ask if they could get their unit off of my car. I asked them what they were talking about, and she informed me that they had a GPS tracker on my car. I went out and removed it as my car is paid off. There was no disclosure or any kind of agreement in my contract allowing the GPS tracking. Um, Throw it in the trash. So she was like, I feel violated, which, yeah, that's weird if that's happening. So that's not really, I don't really have like a, a concrete answer to that. It seems like in certain situations, yes. I think just the overall message is like, we're being tracked all 
the time. Well, I don't think it's Everywhere. on all vehicles because, like, when well, not older, older ones like Jenna's car. No, but I mean, my like my last work truck that I had was a 2018, and they installed GPS trackers on them. Yeah, you know, it's like the safe driver things because I would get like emails from the safety guys like oh. you had a fast brake or a hard acceleration, uh-huh, something uh-huh. like that. You know what I mean? My truck had like the you know serious radio and everything like whatever it was so it ha- it already has that like i can it still has gps like i can drive it like i don't pay for anything but it's still there all right that's what i'm saying i can't look at a map on the screen in my car or anything like that because i don't pay for any of those services but i imagine there's probably still some type of tracking going on in there i i don't really know again what i was going to say what is, year was this this case at i don't remember what i was going to say north is, of 2000 I think most vehicles, like in the last ten to fifteen years, probably have some sort of, like at least the last ten years, have a tracking, and it doesn't matter because you have your phone. It was this was twenty sixteen. This case took place. Okay, so that's like it's a while ago. Not really. It's like seven, eight years ago. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, like I said, ten to fifteen years. Something okay. Like that. Whoa. God, I've been trying to say something for 10 minutes. Think about like... uh, Oh, my God. The old bank robbers and shit like that. (laughs) Like, you just literally, like... You just had to buy a car that was faster than the cops, which means you just need to get a V8 or a V6. You just outrace them, and you just go to the next next town, and you're like, my name is Bob Willis. It was very simple. It was very easy to get away with things, you know? Oh, you just let me know when I can talk, because I keep trying to talk, and you just keep... Step in is your episode. Oh, this has become now I'm just a filler. All I was trying to say for the past 10 minutes is that basically the overall message of this entire stupid lookup, because we really didn't even, like, have that interesting of an information, is... Everything we do and say is being listened to and tracked and that's what's happening. So you're not, there's no anonymity today. You can't it's just go off the grid. You know, Oliver always says, like, I'm going uh, OTG off the grid. Um, it's really fucking hard to do in that. In Antarctica? <laughs> no, he goes, he has, his family has a compound in Colorado. But um, I'm bummed that we didn't get the other episode recorded. I'm a little bit frustrated with myself that I had alcohol this weekend because I've been doing so good. Well, at least the dogs are really calm and quiet now. I guess that is one positive. So you guys are not recording anymore? I know. We're, We're about to like wrap up and now they're quiet finally. Let's see. I, w- I did want to share shit. Share shit? No. <laughs> like what I was watching or listening to. I've been Like I said, I've been listening to Justin Long's podcast per my sister's recommendation. It's actually very... Um, it's easy listening. I feel like he's, they're funny and it's lovely. Uh, and the morning show obviously is fantastic. You have not been watching that. I have. Well, I started like the third season cause you'd watched all of it. So yeah, like now I'm watching it. I like it. everything. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we should wrap up and have our hot wings and maybe tomorrow I'll be in a better mood and you'll be. You're actually in a pretty good mood, so this is actually my fault. Great mood all the time. Yeah. Mr. Positivity. Yeah, you are usually in a good mood. Um, And then hopefully me and Jenna will be able to find time to do another episode, uh, a couple episodes before me and Mark go out of town, because I think we are going to take those two weeks off. Oh, you're taking them off. Well, I know I'm not going to be recording. I'm not bringing a computer with me or anything. I'm just saying I don't think me and Jenna are going to, like, 
pressure ourselves to try and get a bunch of episodes recorded so that we're just going to go dark for two weeks, I think. Well, we will be getting tracked by our phones. Well, and we will be, I'm going to, you know, to a reasonable degree, take pictures and videos and document our trip and then share that, um, you know, somewhere. Not all of it, but some of it. I feel like it could be interesting. Maybe we'll find a murder in Belize. Hopefully not us. Well, yeah. I mean, how could we report it then? (laughs) That's true. Well, maybe one of us survives. Well, then we're going to definitely look at your fucking information and see where you were at, you know? <laughs> if anybody- I, was all, I was all, she was at the Tipsy Tuna, she lied. <laughs> the Tipsy Tuna. If anybody listening, I'm, I think I've asked this before and I haven't heard anything, but if anybody listening, I feel like somebody listening has to have been to Belize, right? I mean, we don't Maybe. have that many listeners, but. Out of all hundred million people out there. Well, they're not all if, listening. No. The listeners, the 100 million people that listen to this podcast, <laughs> if any of you happen to have gone to Belize, any good information would be nice to know. You know? Yeah, yeah. We'd love any tips. That would be very helpful. And uh, But I just want to start saying that now so that people aren't shocked by the fact that we don't put out a new episode for two weeks. Do you see that bone and how it is standing perfectly upright on the ground? That's weird. That is weird that the dog did that. Yeah. You should take a picture of that right now and share it on their That's Insta true. Whatever. I should so that people know what I'm... Because we've been sitting here for the whole time, and I, I definitely just, didn't do that. I didn't do that either. You know what? I have an air tag in that bone, so we could probably figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> you know, I posted a picture of Indiana laying sleeping while I was working out the other day, and um, only one listener noticed the foot hanging down in. Oh the, yeah, you showed me that. Yeah, yeah like, what a nice <laughs> she was, foot in the like, fireplace. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I thought that was cool. Um, you're all, yeah, my boyfriend was cleaning it, and it turns out he's not around anymore. <laughs> Aw. You think I would just keep your foot hanging? I hate feet. Yeah, you're also very tidy. so like I yeah. am very tidy, yeah. I would never leave a dead foot hanging around here. Sweet. Or a foot of any kind, actually. All right, we're going to eat chicken wings and go to bed. I'm exhausted. Let's get out of here. Let's be done. And let's try again tomorrow for the real episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks guys for listening. Sorry, I'm a little bit cranky, so this is probably not our my best work on the bonus. Maybe you should save it as the Grinch episode for Christmas. It's coming mm-hmm. right around. <laughs> you know what you did say to me though is I need, and several people have, I need to stop apologizing all the time. I mean, to me, yes, but no, to no, no, it. to to everybody else, I need to stop apologizing. To you, you obviously don't want me to stop apologizing. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's a bad habit that I have. I just, you know, no, you said sweet. Oh, thanks. Okay, let's wrap this the fuck up. Bye, guys. Happy this comes out tomorrow. So happy Monday. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week. Yes, indeed. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Death by Southwest is hosted by Jenna Schneider and Margot Carmichael. Executive produced by Margot Carmichael. Produced by Jenna Schneider. Audio editing and sound design by Margot Carmichael. Music by Soundstripe. And a special thanks to Edward R. Murrow for letting us borrow his famous sign-off phrase, good night and good luck. <laughs>